This episode is sponsored by SmartVestor. You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk investing, retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. Tabitha is waiting in Savannah, Georgia. Tabitha, welcome to The Ramsey Show. Hey, George. Hey, John. How are y'all? Doing great. How can we help? So me and my husband have started working with a Smart Vester Pro to start our retirement contributions for moving forward for our life. We are debt-free other than our mortgage. We have our emergency fund. Um, we have set aside an extra $10,000 for a car fund since both of our cars are seven years old. Um, so we are just wondering, we got the question from our Smart Vester Pro on if we wanted to max out our Roth IRA for 2022, since we can do that through this tax season. Um, we are torn on the, like, torn on what we should do. We do have the money over our emergency fund. We just are unsure because we are emotionally attached to the extra money we have set aside. Wow. Is this money special to you somehow? It's just a peace of mind. It's more emotional. Y'all talk about that all the time. It's definitely emotional. So I'm like to shove over the 12,000. It just kind of makes me a little nervous. Well, have you guys invested 15%? Are you at that threshold yet? Is this beyond the 15%? So we are starting fresh this year with our Smart Investor Pro, and we have not contributed anything up until this point. And we're ending out our 31 years of this. Okay. We'll be 32 next year is what I was trying to say. What are your retirement options currently through your employers? Neither of us have um, retirement through the employer. So it's all going to be Roth IRA. And then in addition to that, we'll be a brokerage fund. And you're just getting started with investing? Correct. Okay. I would totally fund these Roth IRAs. And the money that you're emotionally attached to, imagine 30 years from now, you go, that 6000 could have turned into like 100 30 years from now. And I didn't do it because I was emotionally attached to 6000 When you think about it that way, you are happy to let go of that money knowing it is going to create an amazing retirement for you down the road. Okay, great. We just wanted some advice because we were both torn and can argue backwards and forwards on either side. So well, and John can speak to I the emotional it. side because there's something underneath that. There's something maybe in your past where you didn't have the money and you, f- you feel that feeling of, oh, my gosh, what if? Oh, for sure. Yes. Did you grow up with scarcity of some sort? I absolutely did. Um, And then we are finally getting our feet underneath us. We found Dave came to speak in Savannah in 2018. Um, So that's kind of when we started our journey. And then the last year and a half, we've been working on building up our emergency fund. So it's just finally nice to have that buffer between us and life and knowing that if something comes up, we're okay. Dave and I were talking just in a personal conversation a few weeks ago, and we both noted that in the last few years, we've received more calls about what I would consider identity. And what I mean by that is um, you're going to have to practice not being anxious all the time. And you're going to have to practice this idea of forward thinking, thinking about future Tabitha, one of the some of the research about the the actual poverty mindset is I just need to get through today, and one of the mindsets that shift from somebody who grew up in deep poverty to somebody who is growing wealth is the ability to say, "Who can I be in five years or in ten years?" And 
if you look at it as a character flaw, like, I just can't do it. I'm not, man, you, it cascades into a whole bunch of other drama. If you just look at it as like, man, that's a set of skills. I've never, I've never, I've never not been in poverty. So I'm going to have to learn how, to, like when I first had my kid, my son, I would get so frustrated until I finally realized I've never had a four-year-old before who just pees everywhere. I've never had that. So I am practicing on how to be a good dad. I'm going to, I'm going to work really hard. I'm going to get good wisdom, get good advice, and I'm going to practice it. And so what you're going to have to do is practice not being in fight or flight. And that means when you, when you feel your body going, ah, think, okay, I'm just going to go to the data and the data says, I'm going to invest this money so that future Tabitha is going to be safe. And it's going to be, I'm going to feel weird about it and it's going to be hard and I'm going to practice it. I'm going to do it anyway. And then the more you practice this, the easier it becomes. And then it will become, at some point it becomes fun to see how much you can sock away for future dreams and future goals. Does that make sense? Makes 100%. Here, here's the thing. Be really graceful and kind to Tabitha because you're learning a new thing. Like if you were just learning Spanish, you were learning gymnastics or something, you, you wouldn't get mad if you couldn't just do round off flip-flops on the first day. You would be really happy with your somersault. So just just practice the somersault for a minute, right? And then just be curious when your body tries to protect you. It's kind of a fun way to do it, I think. I love it. And Tabitha, you know what to do. You guys have worked so hard to get here. Think about where you are now versus where you were, which is I owe people a bunch of money. We don't have money in the bank to cover emergencies. And look at the facts on paper. We don't have payments anymore. We have a pile of money in the bank. We both are working with income. And if think about the worst case scenario, what could happen? You lose a job. Okay, we have an emergency fund. We'll go get another job. There's going to be another one. And as long as you have the right insurance in place to protect what you're building, there's no reason to kind of have that level of anxiety about money on a daily basis. So and let me, let me, I want to say something real quick. There's no reason to, but sometimes our bodies do it anyway. Right. And so I think it is, um, it's f feeling your body getting anxious and then asking yourself like, all right, what are you trying to protect me from? And you, you see me, I'm smiling. I've, I've even, like, I've just practiced it over the last decade. Whenever I ask my body that, like, what, what are we getting anxious about, man? And occasionally, I know exactly what it is. I might get fired, right? I know I am anxious. And then I can think, okay, do I have money in the bank? Do I have some security? Does my wife have a job? Okay, we're going to be okay. And I can think through it. But sometimes it's easy to tell people, just quit being anxious. There ain't no reason to be anxious. Well, thanks, dude. But my Stop body being sad, John. is responsible is, as responding, like, Somebody's coming at me with a hatchet, and they're not. Um, and part some, of that takes time. That's right. You got to feel it, and then move on. That's right. That's right. Mm. It's something you got to practice. I like that yeah. practicing that as a habit. It's a great way if you're trying to start new habits this year. One of them is practicing how to release that anxiety. And there's a few things you do, John. Practices in your daily life when you feel that. How do you release that? Uh, I think as like a chemical. For me, if I wait until I am. Full blown. I have a bent towards anxiety, towards being anxious about things. If I wait until I am full blown, I'm fried. My body's rattling. I've waited too long. And so f for me, I gotta eat right most of the time, and I gotta get good sleep most of the time, and I gotta have good relationships most of the time. And I can't owe people money because um, it really rattles my cage to know I'm not safe, or to know that Toyota's deciding what I do tomorrow, not me. Um, those are things that I create an environment that's non-anxious, right? A non-anxious world so that um, – and it's taken years to do this. This isn't like some privileged finger. Like, I just decided today I'm not – no, dude. It was hard, grinding, awful, hard work. But you create an ecosystem where the whole system isn't stressed. And then when things come up, 
your body has the capacity to handle it. Mm. But when it does get bananas, I call somebody, go for a walk. I sat in a cold tub this morning because I'm anxious right now. Like, so there's some things you can do, but if you wait that, usually it's too late. Yeah. And on the money side, just doing a budget, controlling the things I can control. That's it. And on paper, you go, all right, we got this. Ta-da. It's not out of control. Thanks for listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. Need help with your investments? Connect with a SmartVestor Pro at RamseySolutions.com slash invest or click the link in the show notes. Ramsey Solutions is a paid non-client promoter of participating pros. Learn more at RamseySolutions.com slash SmartVestor.